0: This is Future Talk. Future Talk.
1: Future Talk with Omnia Al-Saleh and Hani Balkis
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with Omnia saleh bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday, November 29th, 2021. Very exciting day for the UAE and Omnia for Emirates Post Group as they <laughs> have now jumped in to the world of NFTs.
1: Yes, indeed. They're actually using this to celebrate the UAE National Day that is coming up in just a few days. So if you want to find out the latest on the first NFT stamp right here in the UAE, you got to stay tuned because we're going to be revealing a lot more details. Coming up on today's show as well, we're talking all about the National Program for Coders, which was actually launched in partnership with Snap Inc. right here in the UAE. They're actually going to be empowering 15 Emirati students. Who are they and what is their vision? We're going to be sharing more details about this in just a few moments.
0: Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, we're also talking about robo taxis and how they have entered into service in Beijing, China. What does that mean is that mean we're going to have you know fully autonomous taxis not only right here in the uae but in Beijing as well. Well, we're (laughs) going to be telling you in just a few moments.
1: Yes, indeed. And if you're actually excited about uh, the gadgets that we're going to be talking about, we've got one exciting story to talk about, which is Apple's new e-glasses. I mean, we've been seeing this coming in the pipeline for quite some time. Yet now, the deadline is a lot sooner than we think. What will they look like? And are they as powerful as iPads and MacBooks? This is something that we're going to be answering in just a few moments.
0: Yes, ladies and gentlemen. And we have a lot of news for you in store right here on the show. So do keep Pulse ninety five locked because we're going to be right back. But in the meantime, we got Ritual by <laughs> Tiesto. Daily digital news, bits and bytes connect our world. The
1: the first NFT stamp right here in the UAE is celebrating the UAE National Day. It is the 50th National Day right here in the UAE in just a couple of days. And Emirates Post Group has actually decided to celebrate in a very futuristic way because they have launched the first NFT stamp or what they're commonly known as is the crypto stamp. So they actually have digital counterparts stored in the blockchain. And this is actually going to be honestly pretty, pretty life changing when it comes to the way Emirates post actually functions
0: yes now the emirates post group is set to unveil this groundbreaking generation of stamps on the 2nd of december which is the uae's national day with four distinct nft stamps to coincide with the celebration of the nation's golden jubilee now these innovative nft stamps will have a digital twin in the blockchain and will be sold as digital collectibles Linked to its physical stamp counterpart. Now we do know that NFTs have be- been making a very big fuss on the online world. With some NFL players, Omnia mm-hmm. paying up to $2 million for these digital NFTs. It what? is a it is a very, very, very big thing right now. And you know, it is a stat status of power. Mm-hmm. If you can spend $2 million in crypto on an NFT. And now we're looking at the Emirates Post Group stepping into this world once again. And this just just goes to show that the UAE will leave no leaf unturned.
1: Yes, indeed. And Emirates Post Group is planning to bridge the gap that is happening between traditional stamps and the world of digital cryptocurrency. So they've actually been working for quite some time to establish a strong infrastructure when it comes to the technology that is used in their business and to make sure that they are up to date. So they're planning to launch these four stamps on the 2nd of December in honor of the UAE's 50th National Day. And any NFT enthusiast is welcome to collect, exchange and trade These stamps and they're also going to be promoting the story of the UAE and the different milestones that were achieved in record time by simply trading and collecting these stamps. So for those of you who don't know, as I've mentioned, NFT stamps are actually also known as crypto stamps and they all have all four of them have digital counterparts in the blockchain. So you can say there's like virtual avatars of these stamps in the blockchain so they can be collected, traded or even used for online exchange like any other digital Token, And each of the four NFT stamps actually represents a specific theme of the UAE. So the first one, for example, it's a premium edition and it contains a gram of fine gold. And it's written on it, the Golden Jubilee 2021. The second stamp, though, is called the Spirit of the Union 1971. And it symbolizes and it tells the story of how the Emirates and the UAE came to life. So the establishment of the nation by the founding fathers. The third stamp, which personally is my favorite, is called the year of the 50th, 2021, so it kind of looks back at 50 years worth of accomplishments and innovations and the fourth and last design is known as projects of the 50th, 2071 which represents the uae's futuristic vision and the plan that they have for the year 2071.
0: yes and again ladies and gentlemen the nfts and the cryptocurrency space is very fairly new and the uae does want to jump into that fairly quickly and we do know that cryptocurrency And anything related to that has become very, very big in the past couple of months and very huge ever since Facebook did announce its metaverse because these NFTs will be applicable in the metaverse. And for those who don't know, the metaverse will be kind of like a real life simulation. And the metaverse Mm. is said to be, you know, told by experts that it will be bigger than social media. Yes, a lot of experts are saying that. No doubt. That social media will be swept away mm-hmm. after the metaverse is into full effect. Let us know your guys' thoughts, 4215, Durat Salat, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. We are taking a short break, but we're going to leave you with one of my favorite songs. And this is a TikTok song. <laughs> and I don't know the lyrics. All I know is da da da, da, da. Oh, my God. <laughs> Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. I hope you guys did enjoy that song as much as I do enjoy that song. You know, um, when the f- song first came out, Omnia, I would yeah. be riding in my car, jamming to it. I have no I'll doubt. I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't even know the song. I don't even know the lyrics. It's not a, you know, it's, not an, it's an English-African mixed song. Yep. And uh, I don't really know the lyrics. But you know what I do know, Omnia? What do you know? Coders. Right? And today, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the National Program for Coders. Snap that will empower Emirati students using artificial or uh, augmented reality in imaging the future. Now, the national program for coders has announced a new partnership with Snap Inc. or Snapchat. We know that Snapchat is, um, you know, the, that company and yep. Snap Inc. is the parent company. Now, the camera company and global pioneer behind AR Innovation empowering 15 Emirati University students to experience the power of augmented reality ahead of the UAE's Golden Jubilee. Now, the partnership does represent an opportunity for students to imagine the future and celebrate the 50th UAE National Day through augmented reality.
1: You know what? I love how the celebrations right here in the UAE have been across all sectors. So mm-hmm. just a cut, you know, just the segment one segment ago, we were talking about how Emirates Post is gonna be celebrating by using NFT stamps that are very National Day, uh, they have the different themes of the UAE National Day. And now, this new partnership is gonna give 15 Emirati students the chance to learn more about augmented reality but also celebrate the UAE's union. So this collaboration is actually aiming to support the government's ongoing efforts to spur digital skill enhancements across the country. We've seen the UAE continuously support students, encourage them to pursue STEM uh, topics and subjects. And this opportunity is no different because it's going to give them a way to creatively express themselves by using augmented reality. So a group of skilled professionals from Snap Inc will be working closely with university students to cover the fundamentals of programming augmented reality experience so they'll be teaching them about the tools that are available to materialize these concepts what does it mean to publish an augmented reality experience in the global market space but also how can we advance from this how can we use AR for good and we we know that right here in the UAE we have the only Minister of Artificial Intelligence in the world, His Excellency Omar bin Sultan Al-Ulama, who also supports this vision and has continuously pushed for initiatives like this to involve students in advancing the technology sector.
0: Yes. And you know, what is the beauty of the UAE, the hmm. beauty of how they understand what is the future? Now, a lot of countries fail to understand that The future is technology, but you know, the UAE acknowledges that and they know that and they have been pushing very highly towards a technological future for the next 50. And, you know, all our leaders have always, you know, reiterated that the future is technology that we have to focus on technology and that is why one of the main reasons the ua is so successful because they are never comfortable they don't mm. say yes we have developed regional dominance and that's, we're, it. And it's, that's <laughs> it we're done right we don't look towards the next page and they have learned from others mistakes example blackberry mm. blackberry at one point in time thought they dominated the mobile market there comes iPhone and the Apple uh, the Apple company and dethrones them. And smartphone technology was the big next thing. But the UAE isn't giving any other country the chance. And they are pushing out everything when it does come to innovation, technology, digital transformation. And again, every single day on Future Talk, we bring you UAE technolo- technology news. Something new is coming out. Yesterday, we talked about... You know, the first driverless autonomous car in the world that will be on mixed streets, mm-hmm. mixed traffic. You don't see this anywhere else in the world. So, again, very, very, very proud that the UAE is teaming up with the big tech companies. Snapchat isn't isn't a small company. No. Snapchat, for the longest time before Instagram came and dominated, Snapchat dominated the digital space. So hats off to the UA for acknowledging that they can always be better no matter how good they are.
1: Absolutely. And to add to what you said, you know, whenever we talk about augmented reality and the lenses um, that are usually kind of immersed when it comes to video and cameras and, and photos, we always think of Snapchat. They are constantly developing new lenses. So. The best part about this new uh, project is that it focuses on human intelligence. So we're empowering the UAE by focusing on human intelligence and seeing how can we kind of trust the youth to advance the tech sector. Coming up on today's show, we still have lots to share with you as we discuss the drones right here in the UAE and how robo-taxis may just be kind of snatching a spot in China. Tech this out. Tech this out.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about taxi, (laughs) taxi, right? You don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to stand on the side of the street, raising your hand, taxi. (laughs) And you're then, you know, you you ever, you know, you ever get catfished by a taxi, Omnia?
1: What do you mean?
0: Like, you know, sometimes you would think the taxi is a taxi, but it's not a taxi. Yep. And then you just have your hand out. You look a little bit dumb, Right. (laughs) Or you don't see that it has two red lights on it, and the people are looking at you while you raise your hand, and you're like,
1: man. Yep. I remember as a kid, um, like, let's say my mom wanted us to stop a taxi. I'd start pointing out to every car. Yes. (laughs) And I remember my mom, it's like, she's like, no, we just point out to the taxis. Because apart from that, you're just going to embarrass yourself.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh,
1: any white
0: Camry <laughs> Ultima the fleet of you know the taxis right here in the UAE I would you know get catfished all the time yep. and I would think it's a taxi it's not or I would think that uh, you know that taxi that taxi is unoccupied but it would be and I would feel like a fool but <laughs> ladies and gentlemen you don't have to go through that anymore as long as you live in Beijing because ladies and gentlemen we're talking about the first Robo taxis that are entering service in Beijing.
1: I must say, this is not the first in the world. Because, it isn't. Yeah, right here in the UAE, we just talked about this story a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. The UAE has announced that they are launching self driving cars as taxis that are going to be rolled out in the Emirates of Abu Dhabi, and the ride in them is actually for free because it's a pilot project. So, Beijing, in my opinion, is second on the list. They've been trying it out for quite some time, but No one does it like the UAE. So if you were to walk down the streets of Beijing, you may come across a car that looks like just any normal taxi, any normal car. Mm -hmm. However, no one's driving in it. There may not even be a driver's seat.
0: Yes, now these cars, by the way, they look totally normal, but the white taxi by the curb has nobody driving it. Nope. And it communicates with customers digitally to obtain directions and take payment, So thus, that's why I mean. You will no longer have to stand on the side of the road, raise your <laughs> hand, and wait for a taxi because everything would be done through an application. Now, Beijing this week approved of its first autonomous taxi for commercial use, bringing dozens of the so-called robo taxis to the chinese capital now this is their first of their kind in china in beijing yep and the vehicles can only carry two passengers at a time and are confined to the city's southern Yizhong area well right here in the uae (laughs) omnia we're not talking about two people 12 people shuttle yes an autonomous 12 people shuttle that will be fully electric as well so sorry china right here in the <laughs> ua we do it better
1: yes indeed and for those of you who are worried about the safety of their lives when they're in those taxis you don't have to worry because there will be an employee in the taxi who sits in the front of the car not behind the wheel but he's there right next to what would be uh, the driver and in case of any sudden moves sudden intervention needed that employee is there to help however apart from that the vehicle is driving itself now this rollout is a very important step when it comes to the driverless community of cars if we want to say because we've always talked about having driverless cars the technology is there but the testing wasn't done widely enough because of the worries and the risks of having these cars on the road. I'm not sure if you've come across um, this video on social media, honey. but I saw one video of a Tesla that had the self-driving capabilities activated mm-hmm. and the Tesla could not acknowledge that there was a camel crossing the road.
0: Yeah, that was actually, I mean it became very controversial mm. and that video uh, even reached, you know, the United States and a lot of, um, you know, innovative, innovative leaders talked about it and there was kind of an investigation whether or not mm. you know autopilot was on, but a lot of people are saying it wasn't. Mm. It wasn't. It was not fully autonomous.
1: Because I don't, I don't, I don't think Teslas would drive this fast exactly. if they're that on, is, on that self-driving. The because
0: there is a cap, there yeah. is a limit. It will not go over 150 kilometers during auto drive. So it does look like a driver's fault because we saw no brake lights.
1: Mm. And And you know what's the easiest thing? Just blame the tech.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not not only that, Omnia, because in the United States, right, Mm. they have a lot of deer crossings at night. So Mm. the the, the technology is, you know, trained, the machine learning and the AI is trained to know that there is animals crossing here and there. It doesn't matter what type of animal or object, regardless if there is something on the road, it will detect it. So we're looking at a human error when it came to that situation in particular.
1: Yes, indeed. Um, let us know what are your thoughts if you're exi- excited to see driverless taxis on the road. I know a lot of people in China are, especially because it is one of the most crowded countries in the world. And so having driverless taxis will allow for faster movement in the city, hopefully, and met much, much less human errors. Let us know what are your thoughts, 4215. But coming up on today's show, we are going to be talking all about, once again, Tesla. But this time, Tesla is asking to see what is going on inside the car. They want access for the cameras that are located within the car itself. The question is will we allow them to have that access or not? Check this out. Check this out. Oh, 95. Could you imagine someone coming up to you and asking for access to the security cameras of your very own home? Like, hey, hey, brother, can I just get a quick sneak peek on what goes in inside your home?
0: <laughs> what would the reason be?
1: What would the reason be? That's, you know what, that's a good question. Even There's if, always a why. Even if I were to tell you, it's to, let's say, supervise the safety of the citizens. Or safety the, the of the citizens? Safety of the people inside the house. Mm-hmm. Would you agree?
0: It depends on who would want to, you know, gain access. But I personally, hmm. you know... Let's say
1: say the security camera company. So you bought, let's say, from They would have access
0: to the footage?
1: Mm.
0: (laughs) No. Because
1: that's basically what Tesla is doing. You go ahead and you buy a car from Tesla. You buy it with full self-driving capabilities. And they are now demanding access for the interior car cameras. And, you know, they say they want to better understand how the full full self-driving capabilities are working and, and... they're just trying to improve the system but the question is what happened to the safe to the price of our safety in the process?
0: Yeah I mean uh, like you said Omnia the cost of full self driving just did get a little bit more steeper mm-hmm. but unlike past price hikes this time you won't be paying actual cash you'll be paying for your privacy now driver access to Tesla's troubled full self-driving beta program, which by the way, does cost around 700 dirhams per month Mm -hmm. and it doesn't actually make Tesla cars fully autonomous, but now it does come with a rather new revealing requirement. Now, Tesla is demanding that beta testers give the company access to exterior and interior car cameras and makes it clear that the footage will be tied to those specific cars. So if you wanna enjoy full self-driving capability, you will need to sacrifice the camera inside of your car. (laughs) But the question is why? And I probably have a assumption why Omnia, because if things go haywire Mm. and Tesla makes a mistake and the auto driver or the autonomous driving does make a mistake, they want to make sure that there was no human error. So
1: Mm, they can avoid uh, avoid more lawsuits. Yes. So
0: if Mm. there was human error and there was no camera inside of the car, the driver can say, whoops, it was the fully autonomous driving and not me.
1: You know, that's a pretty good assumption yeah. because with the footage, you know, it, Tesla isn't taking the footage anonymously, so they'll know exactly which car is this footage coming from. And that could basically mean that they want to avoid any ill-made lawsuits they don't want to be paying more um, for mistakes that they've never done but this actually runs you know this new decision it honestly runs in complete contradiction to tesla's very own privacy policy because in the past tesla has always marketed the fact that they don't they they won't cost you your privacy if you want to opt for the self-driving option it won't be costing anything from you apart from the cash I mean you know an emotional let's say price or, or a private uh, price mm-hmm. but now The reason why they want to access camera footage is linked to specific drivers, just like you've mentioned. So to them, they want to know exactly the fact of the matter, whether the car got into the accident because of the self-driving capabilities or because of the person themselves. They did say that it's going to be, let's say, encrypted in a way. So no one apart from Tesla will have access to this footage. However, still, it's in my opinion, it's a pretty, pretty expensive price to pay having someone have access to what's going on in the car and also even i feel like listening to conversations in the car
0: yes now omnia tesla's head is getting really big they do Mm -hmm. think that they can (laughs) do whatever they want now recently there was news stating that tesla has actually you know Put all of the blueprints on how to create an electric car on the market. Anyone can go and look at those files now. Mm. And that is to push, you know, the electric business, the electric car business to a new height. But the question is, why are they doing it? Mm -hmm. I'll tell you why. Because Tesla will now ask, you know, no, sorry. If you go, if any car manufacturer will go by the blueprint Tesla has put out for you, You will have to buy the materials or the supplies from Tesla because Tesla is the only manufacturer (laughs) that makes it. So Tesla now thinks they have very high leverage on the car market, the auto industry market, which, you know, in retrospect, they do. But look at this right now. Is Tesla making a bad mistake? Are they making a very big mistake? Are they trying to, you know, grab the customers by the neck and say, hey, if you want the fully autonomous feel, you need to give us access to all of the cameras inside and outside of your car. I personally wouldn't care about outside of my car, but Mm. inside of my car, what if I'm just doing something personal, you know? What if I'm, I don't want, you know, God forbid I'm driving a Tesla, I get into a car accident and five minutes prior, they see me doing something stupid. True. Right because our car is our safe space it is our comfort zone
1: it's like a home you know yeah. at the end of the day many people spend so many hours in their cars especially let's say parents you pick up you drop off the kids tantrums arguments with your husband or whatever you don't know you don't want to have everyone tuning into that it's not like a yeah you reality. don't want to be in
0: a lot in, in a court and <laughs> you know you got the judge be looking at you <laughs> oh you know, I saw the Tesla footage <laughs> you're going off You about something with someone or you're in your safe space and you know the whole jury and everyone's watching you and obviously because it's a lawsuit against Tesla it's going to have a lot of you know publication a lot yep. of the public will have, the, the media and public will have their eye on you mm. and five minutes before you know said crash or incident you 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 were, you were doing something, right? You were doing something, you know, personal. True. Like, you know, picking your nose or something, right? Like, imagine <laughs> that. You know, cleaning your teeth. You know, you got like... Some,
1: Whatever you, it you're is. You're biting your nails, True. you know?
0: It's your, personal, it's your personal space. I would not opt for it. I mm. do believe Tesla will have to change some things.
1: And I feel like, you know, Teslas are already expensive. You're already paying an arm and a leg for it. You don't have to pay your privacy as well.
0: Well, we will be knowing in the long run what happens. 4215, let us know your guys' thoughts. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about the Tufai, <laughs> or in English, Apple. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with.
1: False 95.
0: New tech you might want to play with, ladies and gentlemen. And we're talking all about Apple's computerized glasses and how they will be as powerful as a Mac computer. And we do know our Mac computers are very powerful <laughs> And we're looking at a launch towards next year. So we're looking at the end of 2022. I
1: must say, this is a gadget I would snatch.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would snatch it as well, as long as, you know, we can have medical, you know, uh, glasses as well. (laughs) Now, that will likely mean Apple will use a version of its own M1 processors to power the new glasses. And we do know the new M1 processor is literally the best of its kind
1: yes indeed so you are looking at honestly the best case scenario that you could possibly find of smart glasses now we've definitely seen a couple of tech giants take their you know have their go at launching smart glasses the latest of them all has been facebook and their latest partnership with Ray-Ban to produce smart glasses that can easily incorporate into all of your social media platforms, but are also stylish and don't make you look like an outcast. Um, But Apple's computerized glasses have special powers that are very similar to what your typical MacBook could do. And this is according to a top analyst from Apple who goes by the name Ming-Chi Kao. So he actually has a pretty good record at predicting what Apple is planning to launch in the future and uh, he gives all of that credit to his research throughout Apple's supply chain mm-hmm. so His research showcases that there is going to be a huge processing power in those glasses that will help it stand out from its competitors because these glasses will be able to do intensive tasks without having to be connected to a smartphone or a computer. So you're looking at basically an independent gadget in the form of glasses, which personally, I've never heard of that happening before. Now, the glasses, um, according to previous reports, what we've heard is that they would have to be connected to an iPhone in order to work. Ever, the latest report shows that they are going to be as strong and as independent as the typical Mac computer that many of us use and love. So their processors are definitely going to outperform what we've seen from Intel in the past.
0: Yes, and Apple did say that it will position the glasses as an iPhone accessory and not a replacement for the iPhone, mm-hmm. and it would play well into Apple's strategy of selling wearable accessories like AirPods and Apple Watches tied to its flagship product, which we do know is the iPhone. Now, Apple's glasses are said to make use of augmented reality, which is the technology that will overlay digital ima- digital images on top of the real world. Now, the, cover- the company has supported augmented reality on the iPhone for several years, but we're looking at computerized glasses have the potential to open up even more uses for this technology. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're looking at a very new and bright world if these ad- augmented uh, reality glasses do come to the market very soon. And we do know with Apple's market cap and you know the resources they have and the budget they have, they can make something very, very good. And Apple does like to live up to its standards. You know, when we talk about Apple products, there was never a bad product per se maybe it wasn't up to the expectations of consumers. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that the Apple product was bad or it broke or <laughs> it was it was slow, that we didn't have that problem. It's just that sometimes the consumer would expect so much of the next upcoming iPhone, but Apple would fall short per True. se. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm very excited to see what is coming next in the technological world. And glasses, augmented reality glasses, are in the pipeline for a brand new way we view technology.
1: Yes, indeed. And the smart glasses race has been on for quite some time. Apple is finally joining the team and I'm excited to see if fashion is going to buy in. If these new smart glasses coming from Apple will also be just as fashionable as functional they are. Let us know, 4215, if you would actually go ahead and get your hands on one of those smart glasses that Apple is planning to launch early next year. Future Talk is coming to an end. We hope that you've enjoyed this hour with us sharing the latest tech news happening right here in the UAE and all around the world. We can't wait to see you once again tomorrow. But until then, we're going to be opening the airwaves for the only place to be at three, the halftime show with Amarit Doudi.
0: Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we made it to this point. So, (laughs) see you tomorrow.